I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but this is like one of the most triggering topics to me. When it comes to splitting money amongst the family, how is that division supposed to go? Her family's looking to take a trip, and the way they want to divide the cost of this trip has been so irritating to me today. <laughs> and I'm curious if you're going to feel the same way with Ask My Mom. Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yep, it's your Thursday edition of the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Today, 13th of April, we are a podcast that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. By now, you're probably wondering why I have a giant blister on the back of my foot. And I think that you probably would have made the same decision that I made. I don't know. I don't know how you would have handled this. I was really in a tough spot when I was in Tennessee this weekend. I, uh, Dan and I, my buddy, went to go visit. We both love to hike, right? And we decided we wanted to go find a place. He found a place with a waterfall. It was about an hour out. We said, great, let's go. No big deal. Now, the problem that Dan and I have is that we are not detail-oriented people. We're both very oh, no. much big picture. Uh-huh. Who cares what else happens in between, right? So uh-huh. it's like, it's like aim, shoot, aim, aim first, shoot, whatever it is. Uh, I, we, we do this so many times, so much so. We get, we get in the same situation so much that I said, listen, we have to make an agreement that if we ever see a hike with water involved again, we have to 100% promise each other that we're going to look in the exact details of how this hike goes. So I want you to picture this. We are hiking for probably about a mile and we get down to the bottom of this hill. And it's pretty, it's a pretty strenuous hike down, right? And mm-hmm. oh, it's only a mile. It's only a mile of about maybe I think three miles in. So we're about a third of the way in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we hit a body of water. Well, there is no bridge, y'all. There's no bridge. There's literally the only option that you got here is you have to like traipse through the water. They have a little cord that you can use to mm-hmm. go across, but that's it you're going through the water now i at this point have on my waterproof shoes and my socks and Mm -hmm. the problem is though the waterproof doesn't matter anymore if your foot is like two feet in the water (laughs) you know what i mean it doesn't matter what you get on yes so now i'm like i'm like oh we're both like damn it like we we because we've been here before this is the same time if you listen to this podcast a while you know this is almost the same situation i got into when i got the tick bite in um the poconos so Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I, I literally, we're, we're, so now we're like, okay, so what are we going to do? What, like, what are your options? There's like, there's one of two options that you can make, right? Option number one is obviously well, three. I guess you can like go through the water, right? Um, I guess you could turn back around. That'd be an option, but we didn't want to do that. We wanted to get to the waterfall. You could do what Dan did, which was just take your shoes off completely Ouch. And, and walk through the water. Ouch. Or you can do what I did, which was for some reason in my head, and I guess maybe in hindsight, this doesn't make as much sense anymore, <laughs> is you could take off your socks because then at least your socks are dry and leave your boots on and mm. traipse through the water. So I chose, obviously, to traipse through the water with my socks off, my boots on. Well, mm. what you don't realize is that when you get about a six mile hike and you're a mile in, you get about five miles ahead of you, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And through the rest of this five miles, y'all, literally, we went through the water, I don't know, 
without trying to be exaggeratory, six times, six to 10 more wow. times. We basically had to like traipse through the water, right? Wow. Not only that, then we had to climb to the top of a mountain, right? Back, basically <sighs> back up uh, to the top. And if you watch my Insta stories from yep. the trip, you'll see like we got pretty damn high up, right? We're, we're on top. Yeah. Now we're, now we're like on top of the trees. So like you're basically, now imagine that you've, you're at the bottom, you're walking through the water, you then hike to the very top. And you're, so now like you're, you're an incline. You'll have no socks on, right? Then you got to mm-hmm. walk back down this mountain. You got to walk back mm-hmm. through the water 60 more times. Then you got to walk back up this other mountain and then you get to your car. I have what I think would be the world's worst blister <laughs> on the back of my foot right now. It is, mm-hmm. it rubbed so raw. <sighs> and now like I, I'm missing about an inch and a half of my skin on the back no. of my heel. On my left Thank foot. Thank God it's not both of them. But what in the world? What would you do in that situation? Because at first I'm like, God, that was kind of dumb, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. the maybe the right decision. I don't know. Maybe the right decision in hindsight was to just traipse through the water with your sock on, right? Because correct. That's what I would have done. <laughs> that I guess what it made. But in my head though, I'm like, well, at least my stock, my socks will stay dry, so that mm-hmm. I don't even know what for what for does what. That make? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Your shoes are soaking wet. You're not going to walk around in your sock feet. But I'm now I'm almost kind of paranoid because I'm like, wait, I've had this, I had this like like raw skin in this nasty ass, you know, river water, water. uh, Mm. which I'm now now having a complete freak out about. Um, Didn't really think about that. That may be cleaner water than what you drink. I don't know. I mean, it was moving, right? But Dan, yeah, Dan, though, you know, he and he was so proud of himself because he literally just he walked through it with no shoes on. Now, is that the right decision? No, I, no, I I didn't think so. To me, that wouldn't have been the right thing. There could have been rocks that could have cut his feet. Anything. Yeah, he's a military (laughs) guy. He's tough guy. He's able to do that. I now have the world's worst blister from doing that. I also had major PTSD. You want to hear one of the scariest stories of my life, Mom? You were here for this. I know you remember this, and it triggers me every time that I go hiking and I see a snake. I uh, on this uh, on this hike we saw two different snakes both because Mm -hmm. for some reason dan and i uh, every and every time we hike we do this for some reason we think that we can blaze a better trail than the trail that's already been blazed (laughs) no we always think like maybe we can get to a part where like the water is not as deep oh yeah Mm. we just go right up there walk through all this other stuff we can probably just get to a place where it's it's always deeper by the time we get up there by the way it's always Mm. more difficult we literally will try to like 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 climb across trees jump across rocks we're trying to avoid the water but at the end of the day the easiest path is always is to go through the water anytime we do one of these but every time we do a water hike him and I think that we have a better plan, which always turns out to be the worst plan. Well, this one was really detrimental because not only did we, so we're like, oh my God, wait, if we, instead of crossing right here, which is maybe, I don't know, a f- well, this one was pretty bad. Probably one of my knees at this point. I was like, we could, we could just walk down to, we kind of looked and I was like, is that, it looks maybe more shallow over there at that part of the hike than it is up here. So we walk over and uh, literally y'all, like it is, it, by the time we get over there, it, it's probably it's probably damn 10 feet deep, right? So it's like, we'd have to swim at this point. So I'm like, that was not... Oh. But as I'm walking, I look down, there's literally a snake right at my foot. And I was like, holy uh-uh. shit. Now, the only uh-uh. thing you can do, all right? Like, there's only one gut reaction when you see a snake, right? Which is uh-huh. to freak out and run away. So that's exactly uh-huh. what I did. So we, I got past that snake, right? And then uh-huh. coming back, there was another snake like swimming in the water while I was trying to cross the water. Uh-huh. And it reminded uh-huh. me every time... I, I bring this story up every time that I do this because it was honestly one of the scariest stories of my life. And I'm 
may have shared this on the podcast before, but I almost, I almost look at this as like maybe, maybe bad parenting and you can decide. So <laughs> we were at, is it called St. Michael's camp or what was that place called? No, no Camp Michael. Camp Michael. In Tacoa, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Which is a what? What is that? What was that? It's an it's just an Episcopal camp for you know mostly youth uh, yeah. gatherings. Yeah, well, it's fun. My parents forced me to go to this, and I wasn't very outdoorsy back in the day. I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really wildly into church or the outdoors. So it sounds like a great place to to put your son. So we, I'm at this church camp, right? And they have like a, like a little river. And I'm, we're like, there's probably two or three of us like playing around the river. Mom, were you, you were here for this. Do you remember the story I'm about to tell right now? I do. It was a family okay, so, weekend. We were all there. Okay. Okay. So I'm over mm-hmm. here. I'm at this church camp. I'm over here learning about mm-hmm. Jesus and uh, mm-hmm. I'm in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, as I'm playing in the river, all of a sudden I want to get out. Right. So what's, what's the logical thing to do is like, you want to like lean up and like maybe grab a tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get out, mm-hmm. to get out of the river, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I, I reach up and I, I grab onto this tree, which I, it's not big. It's, I mean, it's probably, and this is of course my kid brain, so I'm trying to remember the story. It probably was nowhere, nowhere near this dramatic, but this is the story I'm going to tell you. Uh, it was just, it was a kind of a flimsy tree, right? Like you grab it and it can kind of move. So I'm grabbing it to get out of the water. I want you to picture this, and literally, y'all, the, the, um. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm confused. It actually happened backwards. So I, I think what was happening was I got up on a rock, right? And as I got uh-huh. up on a rock, like like three snakes, right. like scurry out, uh-huh. like a rock, like, like, like it was like a damn snake bit, right? Like all of a sudden uh-huh. I'm like, there's like snakes like surrounding me, and I'm like, uh-huh. holy shit! So what I do is I, I go and I grab this tree to try to like get back over to the land and to like you know hop across, and y'all you know, snakes fall out of the tree. Snakes literally fell out of the tree onto the rocks where the other snakes already were. And I don't know how I survived that moment. Honestly, like between that and you leaving me outside the school for seven or eight hours, that was the two that's like the two most traumatizing moments. I know. That was so scary. You know, we were there, but we were on the other side of the riverbank. Yeah. So we saw just you left there poor. I, I think I think I was six around, months old. But we, I think I was six months we, old. They put me in floaties. Six months. I think old. I was. I think I was six months old. <laughs> you were at least eight or nine or ten. They put me in floaties and threw me into the river and said, "Good luck, kid." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember. It was two. I think I was two years old. Oh yeah, that's not quite how it was, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it so was scary like. because was, we could see it from the other side, but we couldn't get oh, to you. God. And we were saying, climb up the bank, climb yeah. up the bank. Literally oh grabbed this God, snakes flying everywhere. Scary. That was <sighs> so Lord scary. Mercy. I think that's the last yeah. time I stopped liking church. I think that was really the, the moment where I was like, I don't, I don't think I can be <laughs> Christian anymore. This seems That was the end of religion for you? This seems too too risky. Mm. I got I to gotta mm. choose something. Uh, choose something uh, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I got into meditation because I'm like, you just got to sit by yourself. Nobody bothers you. No snakes involved. Nobody <laughs> talks my, to you. Nobody talks to you. This is really my <laughs> my path. You know, here's what I'm realizing. And like, I, uh, you know, it's funny to like tell stories. Uh, and and even you know, at 40, I'm sure the snake story probably was nowhere near as like crazy and dramatic. But I can still remember like very vividly. What I'm realizing mm-hmm. though is when you get older, like my mom, <laughs> you're not even sure of the stories that you know. <laughs> are even true anymore. Right. <laughs> like, mom, you're at the point where you're like, wait, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure we're all going to get there. Y'all so laugh all you want, but like, 
I'm sure that we're all going to have a moment where we... <laughs> Wait until you have 70 years of memories. Yeah, a lot oh, of stories. Boy. I have a lot of snake lot stories, of stories by then I won't be able to remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's so right. what? Wait, what happened? You went with your friend to lunch yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I went out to my friend. But but here's the funny story. It happened today. Oh, so, I thought it was yesterday. No, no, no. So today, uh, my friend down the street, she calls herself Quirky Kim. That kind of sums her up. She's lovely, and she's an actress, and she does quilting, she and get, she's very I feel creative. Like we need to get quirky and, Kim on the podcast. I know she's fun with, with a she's name a like lot that. Of fun, yeah. I know she's so fun. But anyway, we had lunch together yesterday, and then went to a you know a nursery and bought some plants, and just had a great day together. And today, I was talking to Jim about barbecue, and he said. And I told him that Kim had mentioned that she didn't think it was it was a good idea to have place cards at a barbecue party, and um, because I don't think so either. And Jim wants to have those. And then I said, and the other thought that she had was about having all the alcoholic drinks in the basement because she said for her it would be hard to bring a drink up the stairs. <laughs> and I said. So we, we're going to have to have drinks on both levels. So he was like, well, I don't remember that's how it was at Bruce's party. And I said, Bruce's party? That's her husband. He said, yeah, remember when Kim gave Bruce a birthday party? And I went and picked up the barbecue because I thought I would get a 10% discount. And I got there, and they, and they didn't have a VA discount, but I talked them into it anyway. <laughs> I said, uh, no. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. I said, I must have been on a trip. I said, I swear I don't have any recollection of that at all. I said, where did you sit? Was I there? And he said, well, I sat at a table. He said, oh, I don't know if you were. I think you, you know. And so I texted Kim and I said, Kim, I said, <laughs> I said please tell me that you had a barbecue for Bruce on his birthday and that I was not there. <laughs> and she wrote back and said, I said, Jim says he picked up the barbecue and he was definitely there. She said, Nancy, honestly, I remember Jim picked up the barbecue, but I can't remember too much more about that either. So either, either we are crazy or we all got totally blitzed. And it's just totally wiped out of our mind. I don't know which. So, so nobody, <laughs> nobody can quite remember if this party actually happened at all? No, Jim is sure it did. Yeah, no, he knows. He knows because he went and picked up the barbecue. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if that part's true, though. I think that's the problem is that as, as like parents start to get older. It's happened to you, too. Like when your parents, parents start to get older, like you're not even sure like which one's even right anymore because – they, they always get things so wrong. You know, I, I, I don't know, between you and dad, I don't know who I would trust better to get things right, honestly. I really yeah. don't. Yeah, I know. I think, I think we're, we're, we're just going to have to say the party existed and also didn't exist because, like, honestly, I don't know. I also don't even know who I would trust in this situation if the party actually even even went down, you know? Oh, Kim There's and no way to really done tell. laughing. She also goes to the same dermatologist I do and had a basal cell carcinoma taken off by the same PA. Can you just call and, it skin cancer? It's it's so it's so oh, specific. I'm sorry, skin cancer. You've really done this down for us. Thank you. She yeah, had skin better. cancer taken off her hand, and yeah. she thinks it's infected. 
which like, in case we haven't really talked uh-oh. about that that much on the podcast. Uh, my um, mom had a, I have to explain this whole cancer. thing though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so in case you weren't here last week, my mom had skin cancer removed and now she has a staph infection where it was, uh, where it was cut. Mm-hmm. And um, so now crazy Kim, what do you call crazy Kim? Quirky Kim. Quirky Kim over here. You can find her on Instagram. Under Quirky Kim? <laughs> yeah. She her name? sells her stuff on Etsy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Go She's look cool. up Quirky Kim. Uh, she also <laughs> now thinks that she apparently has um, – I don't trust any of you people, honestly. I don't know if you guys have skin – I don't know. I don't, I don't trust a word out of any of your mouth. <laughs> I don't trust a word out of anyone's mouth over the age of 60 anymore. I just think it's all either – Farcical. It's like, it's like, for example, that snake story. By the time that I'm 60, is going to be that I was like oh. Indiana Jones, oh yeah, and like the and like the the pit of doom or whatever. And yeah. um, that snake started. There was a giant snake. Uh, uh-huh. The snake weighed 150 pounds, uh-huh. and that snake and it chased me around your entire body and almost <laughs> yeah. choked to death before saying, someone I, came I along trust. with a bow and arrow and killed. No, it. I did it. I cut it. I cut that, it. I had a knife. That hit, I had a knife that with hit me. you, and now you yeah. have a punctured wound. That's yeah. right. That's why I don't believe in. I don't think either of you have, have. I don't think you have skin cancer. I don't think that you got cut. I don't, think, I don't think this party ever existed. Honestly, I don't. I don't know the daddy yeah. fell off his bike. I don't even know this bike exists. But that's what you deal with with certified mama's boy. We got some old people well, just kind of rambling sometimes. <laughs> that baby, that big trike, that big white trike, supposed to land here in the next day or so. Oh boy. Well, tomorrow we'll check so, in with Jimmy Mac on that. Let's get to our, yeah. our quote for today. Okay. It's from Marianne Williamson. Until we have seen someone's darkness, we don't really know who they are. Until we have forgiven someone's darkness, we don't really know what love is. Wow. And that, that's powerful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, because you really have to know someone pretty well. Um, and for quite some time, typically, before you can see their dark side, which we all have. Um, but that's really, you know, you have to see the light and the darkness in ourselves and and others because they make up who we are. And once you see that darkness, you've got to love them enough to forgive that peace if it's harmed you particularly. Right. Um, so that you can accept them as a whole person. I think that's really, I saw something on TikTok the other day. Uh, cause that's on the only source of news I have anymore is TikTok. Oh, gosh. So, you know, it's true. Uh, so the Chinese talking government's about, watching everything. You know? Oh, I know. They, they know, they know mm. literally all of my interests. Mm. Um, they do. They, um, <laughs> they, they, but it was talking about basically like the, the, it said something like what you have to realize or what, what you come to realize in, a relationship is it just comes with a lot of forgiveness. It comes like, a, like with an mm. ultimate level of forgiveness. Like you're constantly walking around forgiving your partner. Um, yes. And that is where I think we all struggle because mm. how in the world are you supposed to have a healthy relationship if only thing the other people are doing is screwing up, right? Mm. And that's what I'm trying to figure out now, which is like what is a <laughs> – how much do you forgive somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Like how much nonsense do you put up with before enough is enough? Mm-hmm. I mean, the answer, well, I think, if, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think the answer is it depends on how long you want to be with that person. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, truly, right. I don't, and I don't, I mean, y- y'all been together for 50 years now yeah. and I'm sure it's come with a lot of forgiveness. 
A lot. A lot. <laughs> so almost like, every day, honestly. So honestly, why one way or the other? But why like why in the world, listen to this, why in the world do I want to be in a in in, in a partnership? Where all I got, all the do, all the person's doing is screwing up constantly. Okay, like, and, and <laughs> because listen, you're screwing up too. I, and that's what I'm saying. Why would you want to be in a relationship with me too? Uh, like when I think uh-huh. about that, when I think about because that, I'm like, it doesn't really make sense to love each other as the whole people that you are, your darkness and your light. Hopefully, Man. your light outshines your darkness, but not at all times. And we need to embrace our darkness because it's a big part of who we are. We need to embrace it. We need to deal with it. We need to bring it to the light of day. I just wonder um, for y'all that have been in a relationship for a long time. So, like, let's let's just take, you know, my I guess when you know my wife had an affair, I was at a point that I was willing to like at least work on it. Right. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't walk out. Like I was, I was willing to like work on it and see where it was going to go. Um, right. but that would have been like a, like a, for example, cause let's, let's say that were to happen and we, let's say yeah. we were to get through that and let's say it were yeah. to happen again. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you forgive it a second time? Depends do you forgive it a third time? A fifth time? A hundredth time? And I guess that, that is where I struggle with long-term relationships. That's Jesus the kind of stuff that said, I'm working on now. Jesus says 70 times 7. Well, th- well th- don't bring Jesus That's into this. <laughs> don't bring Jesus into this right now. You can take that back to Camp Michael with the snakes. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's true. I mean, this. And I was talking to uh, I was talking to a woman today that wanted to get my teeth cleaned, and she is getting out of a six-year relationship, and she basically said the same thing. Which was, you know, you learn so much about somebody, mm-hmm. um, but like how much, like, 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 how do you like? And again, I think that the only reason that you and Dad have been so successful is because you're willing to forgive each other constantly. Yeah. And by that, I mean you're willing to forgive him. Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> I think y'all. I, and I don't know. Again, like, if, if you're in a long term relationship, we get we got a bunch of y'all. Actually, we got a bunch of y'all that are in long term relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like that's the ultimate answer to a long-term relationship? It's just constantly forgiving somebody. Because forgiveness is not my strong suit. I do mm-hmm. eventually. But it takes me a while mm-hmm. to like get over things. On average, mm-hmm. it takes – and this is what I found. On average, it takes me about two years to get over things. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. So – Well, every time you do, you'll get better at it. Lord of mercy. I'm just going to sit here and be mad for two more years. You know what I mean? I, that's that's what I'm struggling with. That's what See? I struggle with. That's what you do. You carry it around. Who's it hurting? I just don't know mm-hmm. that. I, and, and this is the thing. Once you see somebody's baggage. dark side, once you but once you see somebody's dark side, how many times do you forgive it? Mm-hmm. That's what the kind of stuff I think. That's the stuff that keeps me up at night. It's not the snake stories. It's not mm-hmm. that. I'm over the snakes. It's like, how in the world do you do long-term relationships when you know the person's just going to screw up? Because guess what? So are you. That's right. Ah! There are no perfect humans. There just aren't. Yeah. Mm-mm. They're only perfect dogs. And that's it. There are a lot so, of perfect dogs. This is true. <laughs> Kiki was one of them, except she pooped and peed she everywhere. She was. She was. Um, 
Today's podcast brought to you by AG1. Who has not tried AG1? Have you not tried AG1 yet? We talk about we've been talking about AG1 for a while now because AG1 was like a, a lifesaver for me. AG1 is a powder that you take every single morning because you need to just get your ish right. First, right off the bat, right off the bat, you're putting in 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, start your day out right. I started taking it for my digestion. was very impressed. Mom, you start taking AG1 for what? Sleep? Oh, yeah. To sleep, yeah. And to not have that afternoon 3 p.m. slump. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, and that's what's so funny about it. It's like it's for energy, but also sleep. You're like, wait, how does that work? Because mm-hmm. it's like you need all this stuff to get your system right. You really do. I started something mm-hmm. on a podcast the other day that really stressed me out talking about how if you are having a hard time sleeping, mm-hmm. the number one thing you shouldn't do, are you ready for this? Take a I nap. Have- <laughs> oh no I take a nap I oh. said oh my god I've been taking naps mm. for 20 years now I can't imagine not doing that I think, I, I think I'd rather sleep like crap at night honestly then anyway it's not about that it's about AG1 AG1 is yeah. great honestly I would try it <laughs> whatever it is you're going through like it's gut health it's nervous system immune system it's your energy it's your recovery it's your focus your aging all of the things so right now to try it out you can reclaim your health and you can arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm getting like a little worried, I guess. I'm getting like just a smidge, smidge worried. I guess you probably would too. We are on the 13th day of the month and we have no new certified fans this month. This is a month where I'm like, yep, I'm like, I'm like, y'all, we can do it. We can do it. We can, Uh-oh. we can get, we can, I'm sure we can get four new certified fans to get to 500 by the end of the year. I'm sure yeah. we can do it. Yeah. So the last couple of months have been very smooth. Within like a couple of days, we've knocked out our goal. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's like Where it's it's they? a it's a ghost. Now I will say a lot of you guys this this month's always kind of awkward because of spring break. So I know oh, like the true. first thing you haven't thought about is like you know what I should do is go be a certified fan. But I'm telling you, <laughs> if we're gonna hit our goal for this month, we're gonna need to like do this. You know what I mean? Uh, certified <laughs> fans are people. Of you. Just four. Just four. Just four. We have thousands mm-hmm. of people all over the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, certified <laughs> fans contribute six dollars a month to the show. You get a bunch of perks back. One of those perks that I think a lot of people love is the the shout outs. When you join, we will give you a shout out for uh, on the podcast. And when you um. When we don't have anybody new, what we do is we go back and we thank somebody. We spin our wheel of certified fans, and we thank that person for being here. And since we have nobody new, I'll tell you how to join in just a second. But um, when we have nobody new, we spin our wheel. And thank you, by the way, for those that uh, – I don't know. There's got the nicest message today. Our certified fan yesterday was – I forgive me. I forget who it was now. Oh, I feel so dumb. Um, Julia. But she sent me – it was Julia? Uh-huh. Was that yesterday? Julia M. 
I thought she was two days ago. Okay. Um, she messaged me and she said, Oh, Hey, thanks for my shout out today. I was like, that's so nice. Like, like it's not about us, but like, thanks for, to me, it's just, I hope that you feel when you get these shout outs, I hope that you just feel like part of the fam, you know, I hope you feel part of this podcast. And it's the reason our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) It's the reason our podcast is different than most podcasts, you know, because podcasts Mm -hmm. are typically like a one way street, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. I like that we make this like a two-way street where it's like you guys are involved. You're calling. We're shouting you out. You're, uh, you know, you're always On a fan uh, page. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always supportive and loving. And today, yeah. our certified fan is number three fifty. It's Chris. G, Chris G, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Chris G has been with us now since uh, 2021. Chris G is a proud certified fan, number 350. Uh, Yeah, listen, Atlanta people, what's up? We we try to shout you guys out. You know, my family lives in Atlanta. I'm originally from Norcross. Yeah. Um, uh, The snake pit was up in somewhere in Georgia. Where was that? What part of Georgia (laughs) was that? Tacoma, Georgia. Georgia. Where is that in relation to? I don't really, I don't know where that is on the map. North. Like up by Dawsonville? Mm-hmm. Further north. Okay. So North Georgia. Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. scary up there, but other than that, it's good people, <laughs> good place, good state. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, I hope you're having a great day. So honestly, man, thanks for the support now. You've been on with us for uh, quite some time. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's give Chris G a shout out and uh, dedicate this episode to him. Whoop, whoop to Chris G. How do you know it's a guy? Because his name is Christopher G. Oh, I see. So I'm assuming. To Christopher G. <laughs> and listen, in, in, in 2023, I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe that's what I was thinking about the other day, too. Is I was like, God, like the pronouns, like I hope I get the pronouns right, you know, when I oh do this. Boy. If I ever get it wrong, let me know because I'll correct myself. But mm-hmm. anyway, if you want to join us, text the word fans, F A N S, text the word fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer8. Just four people. Think about that. Four people, we can do that. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just go in the show notes, click on the certified fans. Would love for your support. Ask my mom. This is a segment we do twice a week because we get a ton of messages. And what this is, is an advice segment. If you need some real motherly advice, you hop on certifiedmamasboy.com, click on contact us, send us your message. We will keep you anonymous in the whole thing. And uh, tell us your dilemma that you're going through. My mom's been a mom now for 50 years. No, not 50 years. 43 years. <laughs> Don't push him. <laughs> 43, 43 years. Uh-huh. Married 50 years. Mom for 43 uh-huh. years. Uh-huh. And we'll give you some motherly, motherly advice. We as your podcast fam hop in and then kind of give you our perspective on it as well. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ask My Mom. Dear Mama Nancy, I'm normally a really go-with-the-flow type of person, but this is really bothering me, and I'm looking for some opinions here. My family, mom, dad, sister, her husband, and two kids, who are 8 and 12, want to plan a family vacation this summer and have my husband and I join. My husband and I live in Arizona and everyone else lives in the Midwest. My brother-in-law has major anxiety and hates to fly, and their youngest feeds off that and also doesn't want to fly anywhere. Because of this, they're planning the trip to be a 90-minute drive from their house so my husband and I would have to fly in. Really no big deal there, and we love to travel and fly, but it is an added expense to a trip we aren't really that crazy about taking anyway. Going to the Midwest really isn't that thrilling to us, haha. 
<laughs> my family is pushing to make a decision on what Airbnb we'll, we will stay at and plan the date right now, even though we aren't looking to go anywhere until the end of July. My husband is starting a new job next week and isn't sure what his schedule will be like and doesn't want to commit to anything for at least a few more weeks when he has a better grasp on his new job. It's a sales job with travel, so very fluctuating schedule and not sure what to expect yet. My family is frustrated by this because things are already booking up, so I told them to book their Airbnb for the six of them. If my husband can't make it, I'll just come out and crash on an extra couch. But if we can both make it, then my husband and I will find a nearby place to stay at. Well, my mom was not having that. She wants us all to stay in the same place. I told her we would all hang out at their Airbnb. We would just leave to sleep at our own place. Six adults and two older kids is a lot to fit into an Airbnb that sleeps Mm. six. Mm. I love my family, but that's really close quarters. On top of all that, the Airbnb they are looking at is $800 a night. They've made it clear the cost per night would be split into thirds. How is that fair? Shouldn't my sister's family of four pay for most of it since they will be taking up the most sleeping space? I don't see why I should pay $266 per night if it's just me staying there, not even getting a bed. We're supposed to have a family call early next week to talk through everything, and I don't know how to handle the conversation. What do you think of this whole situation, and how can I best handle this discussion? Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, that's a lot. Hey, I get it why moms want everybody together. But honestly, I think you have a really great point. Considering your husband's new job, you don't even know if you can make it. It's not a place you really choose to go anyway. Um, You know, I don't know why you couldn't sleep on the couch. And no, I think it probably is better to pay per head (laughs) rather than... Oh, now now you pay per head? (laughs) Oh, now that's the rule? Because now I've learned. That sure wasn't the rule before. (laughs) Y'all know I have an issue with this. Y'all already know I was about to get triggered by this damn message. When it comes to like where you want to stay and everything, listen, like, and and again, like I understand why you may not want to go to the Midwest, but I think when, with these kind of things, it's not necessarily where you're going. It's like what, who you're with. Right. So I think you kind of have to like digest that, which is like, yeah, it's, I I don't know where in the Midwest you're going, but, um, you know, shout out to anybody in the Midwest, by the way, but I I can get like, if you're like, I'd rather go to Hawaii. I got it. I think even even you live in the Midwest, you're like, I get it. Um, I mean that's an expensive ass Airbnb. This is this is the, some nonsense the Yanceys would pull on me. Honest to God, this sounds exactly <laughs> this. I could have written this damn message myself. I don't. And I, I think especially when you're the when you're the kid that doesn't live nearby. It's funny how they all make the plans and like don't even talk to you about it. And they just say, "Here, here's the plan. Here's the plan." And you're like, "I didn't. I didn't say I could do this. I didn't say I could <laughs> do this." So first off, no, you have an absolute right to say. Listen, I, if I'm a part of this, I want to have a say in this. And if not, then we just either don't have to come or we can do, do our own plan. Like you absolutely can do that 100%. Let, let's, go to the, let's go to the next part because y'all already know I'm about to get irritated by this part. <laughs> it's not one third. Okay. 
It's not one third. <laughs> it's not how that works. It's not how it works. And I guess you could argue we're like, well, if we were to get three hotel rooms, then like, it's not like a hotel charges per person. Right. Mm-hmm. But no, absolutely not. This my okay. Th- so here's what my what was what was I so upset about that one time that the Yanceys did that for me? It was like chipping in on some ta- something. Are you talking about my birthday party or our anniversary? I don't remember. I don't know there was something was. though where the Yanceys were like, "We're going to split." Wasn't in, I wasn't involved with the money part. I know that. It was basically, for, and I forget what, when, and if one of y'all remembers, then to let, remind me because I don't remember what it was now. But it was something where it was like, okay, well, you know, the I think it was a gift. I think it was. I think that's what it was. I, I think it was a gift. I think it was our anniversary dinner, is what I think it was. Maybe, and, and so basically, what it was was like the, you know, so my sister was gonna, what, it, her, but no, because it had to be like it was like a per person kind of thing where it was like. Um. Like Maggie, my sister and her husband were going to pay a third. And then my brother and his husband were going to pay a third. And then I singularly had to pay a third. And I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was it my cozy earth sheets? <laughs> no, because it had to do something where like it just didn't make sense where like I was paying more than everybody else, even though everybody else was going to like enjoy it. And I was like, we should just pay per person. Like split it with how many people – are going to be a part of this, right? Uh-huh. Um, and don't split it like a third, a third, a third, because that doesn't make sense. I'm not going to be using as much as the rest of y'all. And everything. So no, absolutely not. Let us not drink. <laughs> yeah, like let me like like have your mom call me. I will fight this theory till the day that I die. <laughs> your mom you don't me. split things three ways. If there's families with kids and then they have like 17 kids and you have no kids, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. No, this one just got me triggered over here. It's literally, that's it. That is it. It is literally just going to be you are going to pay for your portion. Your husband <laughs> will pay for his portion and everyone else will pay for their own portions, depending on how many people they are bringing with them. And, and they, listen, they're going to argue. They're going to say, wow, my kids, my kids. I Y'all chose, like, it, I'm not paying for your kids. <laughs> I, just like I tell you, I'm not paying for their spouses. Like, I'm just, like, like that's, that's y'all's, that's y'all's responsibility. It's not mine. So anyway, uh, what do you think? Honestly, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Especially this. You know, let's go back to this whole. If you let's, if you get an Airbnb, it should it be split three ways per family, or is it per head? I think that's really going to be the biggest discussion point here. Because everything else, uh-huh. you just basically have to decide like if you're going to go or not. Right. Right. Yeah. Eight 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 Kramer eight. Call us, text us, Facebook us if you're a certified fan. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All righty. That's it for today. We got one more show and then it's Friday. Well, I guess it's really the weekend, right? Well, it's Friday. Let's say it's Thursday. I record these out of order, you know, so I record these a day before typically. So I'm like, what day is this? Or Thursday. Uh, so we have one more show and then it's the weekend. There we go. So thank you so much for being a part of this certified mama's boy family. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.